Welcome to Investors Insights, where this week's topic is turning of the tides. Uh, we like this topic and want to start this topic this week because this week we turn the tide in earnings season. 184 companies are about 36% of the S&P 500 uh, report earnings this week, including some very important technology companies. So update from last week, we are seeing about 80% of companies uh, have beat earning estimates so far. Uh, obviously, don't read too much into that as earnings season has been pretty bad you know, year over year. Uh, but the good news is S&P 500 is up about 1.5% since earnings season kicked off on July 14th. So it's been good to see that. Um, Adam, last week you had a very uh, timely educational video on GDP. Uh, we've got a, a big report coming out this week of uh, second quarter GDP. I'd uh, love to, for you to talk about that. Also talk about the technicals. Yeah, absolutely, Bobby. I appreciate it. Um, last week we talked about GDP coming out. Of course, that's the biggest uh, report coming out this week, coming out on Thursday. Uh, right before that, also Consumer Confidence Index. To your point, Bobby, we're going to see a lot with the consumer and earnings on the retail side. So GDP will be released. Uh, it's expected to drop around 30 to 35%. Now, that'll be a big decrease in number. Um, in fact, that'll be one of the biggest decreases for a quarter since World War II. And what that uh, kind of entails is April... May and June. And that GDP number will represent kind of the economic health of our country. From a technical analysis standpoint, we look at what's called a resistance level and support level. So when I talk about support level, we look at the S&P 500. Of course, in the past, we've talked about that's 500 of some of the largest companies' stocks. And when we look at a support level, we're looking at 3,124 being the support, the next being 3,096. And what that means if the S&P falls below this mark and keeps and continues that trend, we could see more of a bearish market. Now, on the other side, the resistance level is at 3,330 that we're looking at, the next level being 3,390. So if it goes above that, we're starting to look at more of a bullish level. We can't guarantee that, but these trends that we see and the continuation of these trends will give us a good indication of what we're looking at in the future. Yeah, and that's a great point, Adam. Uh, indicators have been very important as we've seen the volatility uh, really come back strong um, with the COVID disease. And so, Ashley, talk about the economic impact of parents having to stay home with the kids as we're about to hit uh, the school season here. Talk about that. Happy to do that, Bobby. Uh, all of our clients and friends that are watching the vlog, we've seen so much in the popular press about how all of these school systems are going back to school. As a portfolio team, our question is, what market and financial impact does this have? Because this is heavily based around the consumer. So there are two major factors we're looking at in this back to school season. The first factor, Bobby, is the direct expenditure like we always have of going back to school with supplies and equipment. That's really going to be much better this year and we'll give you some numbers on that in a minute. It's the second impact that you alluded to about how families are going to adjust with school-aged children at home and whether a lot of them can still work. That's going to be the more problematic situation of the fall. So let's break each one of those down quickly for you. On number one, the direct spending body is going to be a lot better. Matter of fact, it was $80.7 this time last year. Back to school spending really kind of starts about mid-June and then goes to late August. Very even. What's important about that for retail in the country, 
That's the second largest sales volume for retail in the United States across all retailers other than the holidays. Retail is 6% of our GBP, so it's a huge figure, of course. So last year, looking at $80.7 billion before COVID was here, one would think, well, with COVID, it's going to drop. Just the opposite is the case. It's uh, the National Association of Realtors has projected that this year, the back-to-school spending is going to hit $100 billion. That'll be over $100 billion for the first time in the country's history. And if you do the math, that's about a 25% increase. And the question is, well, how could that be? Well, the reason is you're having to go from buying just like a notebook and a mechanical pencil. Now you got to buy a computer. You know, you got to buy a laptop. you got to buy a desktop. And it depends on the different school systems. Like New York City is the largest school system in the country, Bobby. They're a hybrid. You know, they're going to have some in school, some online. Los Angeles uh, is another example. They're the second largest school system in the country. They're going to do all virtual. So what's going to happen is you're not going to have any classroom in Los Angeles, second largest school system. So that takes us to the second point. And what we want to share with our folks on the vlog here is that 50% of U.S. workers, 50%, that have school-age children, and we're talking about elementary school, middle school, and high school. 50% can't work remotely. So as this is unfolding, you're going to have households with parents deciding who's staying home and doing the education and who's going back to work. So we think even though we're getting a good initial consumer pop on the spending of back to school because of the technology, it could really be sort of churny if you will, into the fall as people decide what they're going to do. It's going to be a major consumer and therefore market impact, and we're watching it very carefully. Yeah, that's uh, great information, Ashley. Uh, A lot going on. A lot going on this week. We uh, didn't even talk about Congress talking about a second stimulus bill uh, this week, so that has the potential to cause some more volatility there. So thank you for watching. If you have questions, please call us, email us. A lot going on. We want to keep you informed. Uh, But thanks for watching. Have a great week. Thanks.